Live is Juked Radio. <laughs> Juked Radio presented by Follow Black Dollars and sponsored by Wristwork Customs. It's your boy Richie Carlisle. We got Crooked Halo in the building. What's popping? No doubt, no doubt. We lit today. We have a new. We have a special co-host in the building today. She goes by the name of Ramona Stacks. <laughs> Let's go, boy. Nisimo, this is Ramona Stacks here. We up. Good to meet everybody. No question. No question. We, we, we're we lit today. Um, Today's topic that we're going to get into is addressing uh, toxic work environments at work. Um, 
Now, I'm going to set the scene for just a moment, go through a little monologue, and then we're going to, you know, get into this shit. Now, imagine that you've been working at your job for a minute in your industry. Um, you know, you got your education, certifications, and you finally made good. You have just interviewed for your dream job and received your offer letter. And everything is on your way. You're on your way. You finally made it, so it seems. You know what I mean? You made Nigga, you made it. <laughs> But after working for your job for a minute, you start noticing things that are disturbing. You might see here casual racism, sexist statements in meetings, overt favoritism, and your team has expressed concerns over the bonus structure that has changed three times in the last six months. You know, you try to remain positive and just focus on your job. You know, you're like, man, I'm, I'm making money, man. I'm, I can't be worrying about every little thing that doesn't, you know, involve me personally, so fuck it, whatever. <clears throat> but over the next few weeks, you notice that you notice and you see more egregious abuses by management. You discuss your uh, concerns with a friend. You know, you holler at the homie like, man, they tripping at the job, man. You know, what should I do? I mean, I, I'm good, but you know what I'm saying? They, they, these dudes is tripping, man. I mean, you know what you want to do? You know, your boy suggests that you just, you know, keep your head down and, um, you know, on focus, you know. Or they say if it's really that bad, you may want to quit because whistleblower, whistleblowers almost always get fired and they end up being blackballed. You know, we're seeing that now. <clears throat> you know, people want to out them, kill them, what have you, you know, the whole nine. But generally speaking, when you're a whistleblower, you're going to get fired. So they suggest that hey, you may just want to quit, you know, or, you know, not get canned. So your dream job is now a nightmare. On Juked Radio, we talk about various instances of corporate malfeasance. It's all full of games until you get fired. Uh, we do exist to be a refuge for frustrated workers to vent and have fun. All bullshit aside, you know, what do you do to address toxic issues at work? Who do you talk to? Do you talk to your supervisor? Do you call that anonymous hotline that really not confidential for real? <laughs> Maybe like... Right, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. Tell us everything you want to know, and then you, then you, then you see your hours cut in half. Within, you know, you get the new schedule email. They're like, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't need you that week, but it's Christmas. We don't need you this week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, or you know, you get reprimanded and things of that sort. You know, I mean, do you pray to God? Do you take it to the Lord? You know what I mean? You know, Jesus ain't in HR, though, so. <laughs> Unless it's Jesus Maldonado. Jesus Maldonado. Now, Jesus could be, he, you know, he could be a recruiter that just started last week, you know. You know, Scamco is committed to diversity. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but, but really, all bullshit aside, man, like, what do you do? You know, you know, how did what do you do if anything in in regards to um, you know, you being a part of, you know, a toxic work environment? Cricket, what's your take on that? What? Like how how what are the things you think people should do to address toxic work environments? You need to be aware of your rights. First and foremost, 
And if you can see, nothing is going to be done by addressing a supervisor. There's federal laws that every employer must abide by. There's state laws that they have to abide by. They're supposed to have those posters up in the back. You call those numbers on those posters, and you get someone that's completely outside the company to come in and take a look at it. That's the only way you'll get shit happening. Facts. Have you ever done any of those things before? No. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Why, why didn't you, like when witnessing a toxic uh, work situation? Uh, what, what was your rationale behind not making that making the call? I was never there long enough. Okay, so you think that a person needs to have some seniority? Or it would be no, better I was not there, meaning I did not have the job any longer, so it was no concern of mine. Oh, understood. <laughs> I get that. Um, have you ever, like, called the anonymous work line or what have you? I didn't somebody? call the anonymous work line. I sat back, kept all my records. I kept records of all my sales, kept records of all my hours, my paychecks, printed out all my stuff. Found another job, mm. found a lawyer. I ended up filing a lawsuit for it. They got me a car. At the end of the day, if it's against the law, <laughs> if it's against the law and you're doing your job right, you're being compliant, you're an asset to the company, and you can prove that, at the end of the day, people lie, numbers don't. So Big facts, especially when you're talking about yeah. discovery, the discovery mm -hmm. process when you go against an employer. And then and the employer attorneys is looking at them emails, mm -hmm. <laughs> listening to them calls. Record, but you have your record already saved up. Man, and you send it to them like, this is what mm -hmm. we got. What do you want to do? Yeah. Them corporate attorneys is like, man, look, we got X amount of dollars in the, um, in the risk account. <laughs> <laughs> For real, you know, that's the thing. Companies have an appetite. They, they know that once they get a certain size, do they have to put money aside for lawsuits and things like that? Because eventually, you know, if you get big enough, man, somebody going to fuck up. And it's a smart thing as a business owner to have those funds earmarked for stuff like that. You know, and all they do is a cost base, a cost benefit analysis, CBA. They see, man, it's going to cost us 40000 to beat this case. You might want to see if they'll take twenty. They'll try to squeeze out of giving a, in any kind of agreement, but at the end of the day, you're going to win if you can prove. Yeah. Because again, you know, a lot of companies they understand that um, you know that things happen. Meaning, you may hire the wrong person, you may hire somebody that's a racist piece of shit, mm -hmm. or someone that is a damn creep that <laughs> likes to harass and you know, throw themselves on female employees, you know what I mean, you know, and it happens, you know, you know, HR does the best that they can, you know, other companies on the other hand, it's, they, they, they pretty much looking for the clan members and the MAGA hat wearers and the sexual harassers, right. that's just how they roll, <laughs> but generally speaking, we're going to go ahead and say, you know, they, they, you know, HR does what they try to do to screen out people like that and it happens so they know what's going to happen so eventually they just say hey look we got this money set aside we're making all this bread mm -hmm. because we're not paying our workers we need to anyway for more profit right let's get to that <laughs> <laughs> because we changing because we are 
we're gonna change this comp schedule, this comp structure five times in 2020. We gonna we gonna we're gonna do that, <laughs> and people aren't gonna like it. So, but we're gonna make more money if we go ahead and pay off these people to pay off these people. You know, we know we're gonna do it. Then to uh, not do the business the way we need to do. You know what I'm saying? Well, last week we talked about arbitration agreements. Last thing was on the air. Arbitration agreements. Companies get and make you sign an agreement to take any grievance to arbitration. You know what I'm saying? So instead of them suing, instead of you suing them for millions and millions of dollars, right. they know that by law you said that you're going to talk to an arbitrator of our choosing. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to accept. <laughs> you got to accept the outcome. You know what I'm saying? You have to accept the outcome. Um, so, you know, because you agreed to that. So they know that the arbitrator is going to rule, strictly rule with them, or even if they don't, that they're only going to pay out this amount. Or, you know, win or lose, the arbitrator is going to make sure that our losses are not, are within our guidelines. Fuck them. <laughs> so, and the thing is, I'm not surprised, like, you know, a lot of people don't go to HR or what have you because they understand this shit. You know what I'm saying? They understand it and see how it go. You know, like last week you were saying, you know, you wouldn't want to want to try your best to avoid an employer that makes you sign an arbitration agreement for those purposes. Right. That actually should be an outliner. <laughs> if you work, like, how do I know I work for Scamco if they make you sign an arbitration agreement? But I, but you know, again, you know. Well, yeah, a lot of companies now, you know, especially a lot of times they slip it in. Oh, you mean like I might have opened this one? Yeah, <laughs> several because you know they give you like a hundred pages to read and fill out. You just looking for the signature page because you happy that you're making twenty an hour <laughs> or whatever it is you think is good per hour. You're happy to get that. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing. It's like you know, it's like a record contract, but for regular people. Shit, it is. <laughs> like, yo, it really is, man. So that's the thing. I mean, you know, addressing work talking work environments can, you know, you will lose your job in a lot of cases. A lot of cases you will, but in all, in some cases, like the ones where you are more or less the victim of some, of some like, you're the victim of some stuff that can be. Pre I don't know. I've just seen it go both ways. I know you won't always lose. You may want to leave after the fact because you don't want to show face. <laughs> <laughs> right. But you won't always lose your job, especially if you can keep your records and catch it up because I'm, I'm walking proof that it's possible. It could be done. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you have to be able to prove it. You have to have really not been part of Scam Code's culture. <laughs> right. <laughs> and but not been contributing to the Scam Code part of it. Right. The thing okay. is that for your better companies, you, know, yes. you can lose your job and they retaliate. You prove they retaliated. They got to pay you all that bread and give you your job back. <laughs> and people be going back. Bosses be like, the other bosses, because the one that made you make that call, <laughs> clearly they've been terminated. <laughs> you be like, dude, you didn't cost us four million. You got to go. You definitely. <laughs> it's been a nice ride. Fuck out of here. They got fired when the suit was filed. Oh, for real? You are done. No, you are done, done, man. You, you done. 
So like every week, you know, you know, we uh decide topics and uh actually, you know what I'm saying, like this is a pretty good topic. Uh Halo, what were you thinking? What was going through your head when you wanted to talk about this this week? I don't know. You had a toxic work environment? Not really, no. No. No, nah, cause it's a it's it's a you know it's a fire ass discussion, man. It's a it's, it it really sums up, you know, the purpose of the show, man. We put the show together so that we can give you a place where you can vent, you know, mm-hmm. talk about things at work or say things about your job that you really can't say at the job. You know, you know, this is really for the for, for the workers, man. We this is not for the business owners. Y'all can call and support us and sponsor and shit. We appreciate it. We mm-hmm. take your money, but this is for the <laughs> <laughs> this is for the workers. This is you know, and the thing is, is that I mean, if you a customer, you know, a customer, you know, you a customer. We talk about y'all too. We talk about y'all really the most because y'all be awesome. <laughs> and the thing is, is that another key indicator of a toxic work environment is if the customer was clearly on trash. And you slipped up and said, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> you, you, you know, a, a good organization would be like, you know what? You may have wanted to handle that differently as scan code, but like first and final. Right, first and final. You know, first and final, like, did you hear what they said to me? A good company will say that's a coaching opportunity. No doubt. <laughs> so let's have a conversation about your, about your terminology on the phone with the customer the other day. If you're good, no doubt, for real. So that's the thing. I mean, you go to an organization, it, it'd be a coaching opportunity, or it'd be like, look, man, they report this. They was on some bullshit, <laughs> <laughs> and I understand why you did what you did. But next time, just try to keep your cool, or just end the call. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, yesterday some some jerk from the whack state of Michigan called in. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Dude called in, you know, to get a quote for his house, for his home, whatever, whatever. You know, and if you listening, you was on some bullshit, and Michigan still sucks. Go motherfucking bucks. That's why we beat that ass. You probably still mad over that ass beating that your school took. <laughs> we gonna talk about that in a minute, but I digress. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, so the car going pretty good, you know, and like for those that aren't in a regulated industry like insurance or a mortgage or anything that where you have to have it because of the law you know um, there are certain questions and certain bits of information that you know your professional needs to get from you so that they can even help you it's not like you want to buy a shirt on the internet or you walk into the store and shit and I start asking you yeah man what's your name what's your address what's your man because you don't need all that to do that transaction only thing you need is the money to pay for the product at the time, mm-hmm. you know. But for stuff that you know, for stuff like insurance or other things, we need these items of information because those, those that information Contribute makes up your price, right? And identifies you for real because it's a regulated situation. We have to deal with who you are for real. So you know, I go, I ask about this information. I'm like, well, sir, okay, you don't want to get your social fine. Let's move on. And then dude went on a two minute trip or why he shouldn't have to do that and that it was bull. He's like, bull, I'm not gonna end. And so I'm like, okay, so again, if you're in a regulated industry, there are certain disclosures that you have to read, or certain bits right. of information that you have to give mm-hmm. your customer so that they can make a, uh, 
a shopping choice. Because, again, if it's in the industry and you sell somebody some shit and you didn't tell them the ins and outs of what you sold. (laughs) (laughs) Or the fact that we're going to pull their credit or something like that to come up with their pricing. You know, you got to let them know. Or that that the payments are going to be automatically withdrawn. You know, you have to say certain things, and dude wouldn't even let me get that out. I don't want to hear your bullshit. You're at a, I'm like, have a nice day, sir. I hung up on this dumbass. Because it's like, what's the point? I di- yeah, I did. If you want, you know, yo, yo suit, my man, player. You know how they be. <laughs> and the thing is, is that I'm not going to sit back on a, on a call or anywhere for that matter and let you just disrespect me for real. I don't care if I'm getting paid. Fuck out of here with that. But, you know, again, um, you know, a, a bad company will write you up for that or fire you for that. Bad company will. A good company will appreciate the time it took for you to get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> right. A good company will say, you know what? Just this one time we're going to let you slide because you man, definitely you, worked You're not in trouble, point. though. But the good company, right. you're not in trouble. They're just like, you know what, man? Coaching opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> You might have just wanted, you know what? You actually, some companies be like, maybe the right thing you said. Gave you the vibe. Fuck them. (laughs) Fuck them. You know, that's a great company. A great company would have said, fuck them. (laughs) No doubt. A good company appreciates what a good representative brings to the table. Pays them well for it, pays them like they weigh. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that way they are able to take those things into consideration when it comes time to make those types of decisions. Yeah, or, I mean, the thing is that it's not even a decision, though, but, yeah, that's the thing. So, I would say a good company will, will, well, a lot, well, I would say most companies wouldn't want you to report them in any way, shape, or fashion, for real. You know, that's not, I mean, for real, I'm like, damn, why you got to do all that, man? Can we handle this outside? (laughs) But the thing is, is that, you know, if it's toxic, then obviously several things are at play. One, you notice that you don't feel comfortable bringing uh, issues or gripes to management. Because right. if you have a good, you know, that's that's one key factor of a toxic environment. You feel, you don't feel that, um, you don't feel comfortable enough to, to, to speak out. Or, and if you see blatant things happen, you know, like, you know, somebody uses, you know, drop an M-bomb in the meeting. <laughs> you know, or what ha- or, 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 ha- or or tell a corny ass or you racist joke, Mm-mm. and then be like Tyrell, you're just being sensitive. It's a joke, buddy. Huh. <laughs> like, no, the fuck it is it. Fuck it. Like, what the fuck does Popeyes got to do with this merger and acquisition that we came in here to discuss? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a wall around my cubicle. Right. <laughs> You know, it should be uh, crazy, man. You know, it, it's insane. You know, or, you know, you see your supervisor slapping girls on the ass. Mm. You know, in the lunchroom. Shrank? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but people don't want it. The fact that that's allowed. The, you know, and the thing is, for someone to do that multiple times, uh, um, you know, that means that somebody did report it and they didn't care. And, and they didn't fucking care at all. Or you notice that that people, you know, of a certain you know complexion, go for a job, and you go for the same job. Your education 
and career achievements and your current performance at work is twice as good as these said people mm. and that person got the gig over you in some cases it's about who you know in some cases you got them environments where you but got this like happened to, to you like four times oh <laughs> <laughs> Like you've been there three years, you done went up for the, you know, you Asian of the year, Asian of the quarter. And you get passed. You up. at all the you at all the top performing lunches. Mm-hmm. And you got a bachelor degree. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been in the game <laughs> for ten for years. Like ten years. And these four times you didn't got passed up by Golden Boy Gary. Golden Boy Gary. <laughs> Wonder Woman Wendy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Terrific Tide <laughs> and Super Duper Samantha. <laughs> All these people <laughs> oh my God. have half of the accomplishments and achievements that you have. The only thing, y'all performance-wise, y'all, you know, y'all are comparable. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that out there. You're, you're comparable, but it's been instances where it ain't even been no contest. So, you know, a buddy of mine, we were working, um, we were doing, um. Medicare sales and you know during that time you know you everybody's getting their Medicare plans whatever whatever and his team was the second high performing team in the company I was on his team mm-hmm. the other dude was the worst performing team and they said well, we're gonna pick four, four managers and it was five managers <laughs> all the white ones got kept and he got demoted oh wow and his team was the second high performing team that's terrible that's that's life. <laughs> that's a toxic work environment. It is extremely toxic. You know what I'm saying? Toxic work environment, man. No, no question. And those yeah. are the types of ones that will. Those are the those are the scam cone ones, like you call them. The scam cone ones that are gonna get passed over because, like I said, they have that group, that click up in upper management. Mm-hmm. If you in with that group, if they, if you what they prefer, you gonna go through the through the loops. It doesn't matter what kind of. Right, you know what kind of success you bring to the table. At the end of the day, you don't fit what they want in their culture. Right, they're gonna find a way to to weed you out the situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that works several ways too. Works mm-hmm. several ways. It applies to several different things. Right. True story. Wow. Yeah. So so that's the thing, man. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's um, you know, and the thing is, when seeing that, it's it's scary. I mean, you know, like Halo. Why do you think like you know what's like two reasons in your mind? Why uh, people don't address or, or or report toxic shit that they see at their job? Crooked. What? What? What are some reasons you think people don't report toxic environments at work, or don't be able to I mean, you know, of course that, but like, what are some other things you think are at play, if if at all? They don't care. Oh, they don't care. Doesn't affect them. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and again, you know, again when you know at the begin top of the show, I was like, well, you know, you got your job, but you know, it's not affecting you. You know, or, or you're actually benefiting from the toxicity. <laughs> you like shit. 
<laughs> you like shit. This toxic waste is good. I put that shit on my nachos. That shit is great. As long as you're not <laughs> being weeded out, as long as you're in right. the culture, right? As long as you in, you like, like man. you there, like, you're, hey. you're safe. Right, you good. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, you know, again, it doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect you. But that's the thing. Usually, people don't, and just in general, man. It, it, you know, if if it's not affecting you, people are like whatever, out of sight, out of mind. It's just, it's then the same thing happened with like the drug situation. You know, when when black and brown people were getting locked up for crack in the 80s and the 90s, it was not a problem. It was like, fuck them criminals, lock them up, lock them up. <laughs> But now, you know, you have white America going through the opiate crisis. It's like, oh, my God, this is sickness. We don't need to. Nah, keep that same energy. <laughs> same energy right. I'm like, keep that. <laughs> keep that same energy. No, Bubba got to go away for 50 years. Right. He got to go. Mandatory 20 because they caught him with the, with that dog food. Bubba got to go. And you take it and, and you got to take Pam's kids. Mm-hmm. Put them in the system. You know what I'm saying? Put their ass in the system. You know, for real. Be, keep this. Yeah. Keep the same energy. You know, <laughs> you got to keep the same energy, man. You got to be fair. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Uh, we're going to hit this quick commercial break. We're going to come back. We're going to have more addressing toxic work environments. Uh, Juke Radio, SqueerRadio.com. We are Radio is one of the fastest growing online radio stations in the country. If you want to grow your business, promote and broadcast live for your event or start your career in broadcasting, We Up Radio is the place for you. We have plans and services for everyone. Email us at weupradio at gmail.com to find out more or you can call us at 216-772-3393. Weupradio.com. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Losing a loved one is hard enough. Worrying about how you will handle final expenses only adds to one of the worst moments of your life. Let Reggie Clemens help you address this very important need. With over 12 years experience, Mr. Clemens has the knowledge and wherewithal to help you deal with all situations. No exam is required for most plans. Auto, home, and renter's insurance is also available. Call 216-925-6577 for a free quote. That's 216-925-6577. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Squeeze. Each and every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m., we at Radio.com. Check out the dopest show in the world, you heard me? Yeah, me and my homie Mook, we go out here, we go hard with the real hip-hop heads. We got that dope shit. If it's hot, we gonna play it, believe that. Tune in to the jungle, baby. Big Squeeze, Mook, 6 to 8, we at Radio.com. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. Tune in to OP Nation Talk every Thursday, 7 to 9. Right here live at WeUpRadio.com. 216-772-3393. Hosted by Ray Sharp. Councilman Ernest L. Smith. And King Swisher. Every Thursday, 7 to 9. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. 
topic every fucking Man, you hate the radio. Shit. I despise what? it. I hate it. Tune in to Clutch Players University. You said who? Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. Yeah, man. When? On Saturday at 1. Get out of here. I'm not lying, you said man. Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. When? On Saturday at 1. Are you listening? Clutch Players University, Saturdays at 1. At 1. Tune in to them on, on WeUpRadio.com. Clutch Players University, Clutch Saturdays players. at 1 p.m. What's up? So I'm tuning in. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com. That's what's up. I, I checked. Previously on OG DJ Radio. I had a conversation the other day with this girl, and, and she said she saw a girl, and she was like, damn, she got a fat ass. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why would you say she got a fat ass to me, though? That don't sound like something I want to yeah. hear. You know, I ain't got nothing against homosexuals, but I'm not one, and that sounded kind of homosexual. It sounded a little gay. She was like, well, what you mean? It's there. I can see. I said, well, how would it sound? If as a man, a man came to you and said, damn, look at my dude, uh, jogging pants. He rocking the f*** out of them. <laughs> like, huh? If, if another nice, man. That's a nice bulge. Man, if another nigga <laughs> seen another man's pants and talked about his package, that's gay as hell. That's it ain't no gay. understanding. Yeah, that's gay. That's gay. So, and then she said, I'm not gay. I said, but that definitely sounded like a homosexual comment. Right. I understand does. that you appreciate a woman's body, but from my perspective. That wasn't just a comment. That was Homo erotic. Right. <laughs> Damn. Homo erotic. Yeah, yeah. Right. That yeah, was right. that made me think yeah. of a threesome. Tune in each and every Friday night, 4 to 6 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com for OG DJ Radio. Radio. Oh my God. I love OG DJ Radio. Oh, WeUpRadio.com. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Losing a loved one is hard enough. Worrying about. How you will handle final expenses only adds to one of the worst moments of your life. Let Reggie Clemens help you address this very important need. With over 12 years experience, Mr. Clemens has the knowledge and wherewithal to help you deal with all situations. No exam is required for most plans. Auto, home, and renter's insurance is also available. Call 216-925-6577 for a free quote. That's 216-925-6577. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. Tune in to OP Nation Talk every Thursday, 7 and 9. Live at WeUpRadio.com. 216-772-3393. Hosted by Ray Sharp, Councilman Ernest L. Smith, and King Swisher. Every She one and only big homie Logan Kingston. When I'm riding the slime, I listen to WeUpRadio.com. Let's get it. Yo, 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 what's up? This is Joe Little from the Rude Boys. And when I'm riding and sliding, I listen to WeUpRadio.com. Jilt Radio presented by Follow Black Dollars and Wrist Work Custom.
if you leave some jewelry and you <laughs> Hell no, that's terrible. Oh my god. I see assholes <laughs> like you every day. Every fucking day. Yo, alright, take two. <laughs> if you're looking for it's Christmas time, y'all. It's Christmas time. You're looking for some gifts. If you want to get your 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 significant other um something distinctive, you definitely want to go to www.riskworkcustom.com, pick out custom made bracelets, and you'll be good to go. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, we're back. It's your boy Richie Carlisle. <laughs> we got Ramona Stacks in the mix. Thank we got you. Crooked Halo in the building. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about toxic environments and how you deal with them at work. Um, I mean, it's a lot of things that can make an environment toxic. And, you know, all the time we talk about the big issues like, you know, racism or, you know, sexism, you know, meaning or I would say, you know, sexual harassment, not necessarily sexism, mm -hmm. but sexual harassment. Those are the big things um, that definitely contribute to a toxic work environment. Uh, Ramona, what are some what are some other things that contribute to a toxic work environment? Shoot. It's different culture. If you have, I know certain work environments where you have a culture where if you got that one person that goes back and is like the tattletale mm -hmm. of the department, they're going to get all the opportunities. They're going to get the training classes and the, and the here, you can work on this and this and this Excel spreadsheet. You don't <laughs> have to be on the floor of sales. They're going to be the one to go back. And the next thing you, you say one thing, you crack a joke on the floor. The next thing you know, you in HR. Man, oh, oh <laughs> my god due to some violent content parental discretion is advised man <laughs> i you know what that's that situation sounds mad familiar mad familiar and there's people like that everywhere in every company they're the ones that's going to run back they're going to tell you know, this, that, and the third, it could even be the smallest thing just to prove that you're not a part of a certain culture. Then you got the culture where maybe somebody's cousin is in a management management position. Right. They're going to hire their friends, their cousin friend, their their brother's girlfriend. They all going to work together. And if you ain't best friends with them, if you ain't in their clique, you ain't getting no promotions. You getting reported every time you late. Right. <laughs> you in the clique, you get Christmas gifts. <laughs> <laughs> You got men getting in trouble at home with their wives just so they could be in the work clique. <laughs> man. And it's sad. We for you, nigga. <laughs> it's sad. You got people really that work hard that bring a lot to the table getting passed up. Yeah. It's all it's is 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 favoritism. Favoritism over talent, over mm. over what you bring to the table. And that's not how it should be. Yeah. That's when you know you are not in the right place. You gotta find a different road to ride on. Yeah, you, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a bullshit. Man. It is no doubt, no doubt. So Halo, um, like, what are some other things that make a a work environment toxic, in your opinion? People butting in where they don't fucking belong. <laughs> no question. You be having a conversation with the people, they just be like, "Yeah, what you like?" Man, we weren't even talking to you, right? Wasn't even talking to you, man. <laughs> they have nothing to do with you. And that go back to the example you gave her. <laughs> <laughs> Try to insert themselves in the convo. You check them, and then you in HR. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, you're in HR. You in HR. Like, what do you mean he said I threatened him? 
<laughs> no, the fuck I didn't. <laughs> no, I did not behave aggressively. No, I didn't. Man, he don't even play video games. Still, <laughs> <laughs> come to a conversation. We, you know what I'm saying? We talking about, um, you know, that new 2K. Still talk. <laughs> Still talk about what's the last time y'all played double dribble. Man, you get the fuck out of here with that shit. But that's the thing. What else? Button getting in the button in the, in the conversation. What else? Hello, what else? He's being all around aggravating. What'd you say? Being all around aggravating. Absolutely. That's the worst. Coming in with the wrong kind of attitude can ruin the whole entire culture of the environment. It ruins everybody else's productivity too. There's people like that in every in every single environment, I think. Or sending up you know the the boss that's in the petty email. Right. Sending <laughs> <laughs> petty ass email. <laughs> like right. Yeah, congratulations. We <laughs> We had a good day today. <laughs> Still wasn't as good as last week, but <laughs> y'all doing y'all thing. <laughs> good work on everyone coming together for the end result. Right. <laughs> you were almost there, but you didn't quite cut it. You didn't get it. You, okay. you, you tried. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, the damn supervisor doing a side-by-side yapping at you. Say this! Say this! Right. It's like, like, dude, my price is like 10 times what they paying. Ain't nothing I can say. Right. <laughs> it's going to make them buy, you asshole. Right. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, they got you hijacking in with somebody else telling you to teach them how to do what you do. You know, whatever it is you were doing and we told you not to do, forget it. You just could continue doing that because it's working. And teach everybody else how to do it, too. Right. Mm-hmm. No question. You know what I'm saying? For real. Like, just... Just getting on people's nerves, man. You know right. what I mean? Or, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you have a man, you know, you have you know supervisor or a coworker that just injects themselves everywhere. Right. You know. I think the worst is micromanagement. If you got somebody who's constantly riding on you about the stupidest possible shit, maybe you the best of the best. They talking about you know you was a minute late twice this month. <laughs> It's the 31st of month. You was a minute late twice this month. You done carried the whole crew. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sounds like you know about like, this. <laughs> so you have a lot of... You have <laughs> people in all sorts of situations, you know, in, in, in environments. In, in, in the past, I don't work for all sorts of companies, and, and some of them really are just all about the money they make. They ain't about the money you trying to make. So... Right. At the end of the day, you just got to find you a company that pays you what you weigh for what you bring to the table. Yeah. You have to just, yeah. You have to just definitely find your tribe. Mm-hmm. You got to find your tribe, man. And, you know, once you find your tribe, and that's the thing, like, you know, or, you know, and the thing is, is that just because the company culture may not be something you like does not mean that it's toxic. It's just not for you. It might. It, it, it might may not. not toxic, you know. It's just not it, for you. It may not. You know. If you have an organization where everybody's respectful, you know, everybody's professional, mm-hmm. you know, and but 
their their metrics or, or their just the, their standards are demanding. You know, that's not a toxic environment. It's just not for you. Exactly. You know, or flip it around. You know, everybody respectful, everybody nice, mm-hmm. but shit too lax. Or right. no matter what you do, <laughs> everybody might just say about a bread. Right. You know, they're not worried about that. It may not be for you. That's not necessarily toxic. Again, it's not for you, though. That's the way I felt about the small business culture. Like, working in a small business atmosphere where you share an office with, like, less than five people, and it's not the culture you're used to. You come in, and you're this vibrant thing. You're open. You're ready to go, and the office is quiet. You find it affects your productivity. You find it affects what you could do because you're not in the right environment where you can flourish, and that's when you know it's time to go. If you yeah. realize something's not for you, it may not have been toxic like you said, but that's when it's time for you to find another place right. where you can flourish you know, and be able to balance work and home because mm-hmm. that toxicity can leak into other things, messing right. up other things. You know what I mean? That's just not worth it. You know if your environment's toxic if right. you at home... <laughs> you at home mad Laid up. You don't want to talk to nobody. Laid up with your significant other. Right. And you, <laughs> you can't enjoy the moment because you're thinking about, damn, I got to go into this motherfucking job in the morning. Right. Oh. You know, or you always talking about your job in a negative way. Mm-hmm. You know, you right. in a, if you're in a good place, then when you off work, you off work. <laughs> Think about that shit. Right. <laughs> or it can go the other way. Maybe you in a good place and you off work and you can't shut up about it because you in such a good place that you're motivated, ready to go. It could go either way. Depending on if you're in the right place to you. Yeah. You know, and you know if, if it's a really good I mean the thing is is that I, I would say it's definitely how you talk about your job. Right. If you talk about all time and it's great. Yeah, your job might be lit, and I might want to come on over. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what y'all talking about. Or on the flip side, it's like, man, this motherfucking bitch is mm-hmm, right. <laughs> or when your significant other starts doing the talking for you. Oh, you going to work overtime for that busted ass job? <laughs> she don't even pay you. Fuck that job. Leave that <laughs> job alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? You bigger than that job. When your significant other starts reminding you that your job ain't shit, yeah. they don't even work there. <laughs> Man. <laughs> they like, mad at your schedule. Like, your schedule sucks. It fucks everything up. We can't go anywhere. <laughs> and you bringing them weak-ass checks. <laughs> weak-ass checks? You don't cover shit. You ain't got no gas to get to this far-ass <laughs> job. <laughs> Bring them little weak ass checks. Fuck all with you, man. Oh yeah. my god, man. <laughs> That's what you know. You might. You Job might, might have be to. shitty. <laughs> For real, man. But we did like over the course of the show, we did touched on like you know workplace snitches. You know what I'm saying? Because the workplace snitch is somebody you definitely want to avoid. We didn't talk right. about the company whores or slores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the company whores or slores stay far away from the. Man, company slores is winning though. <laughs> they are. They, <laughs> they move up quick. <laughs> They're in the. They get the Christmas gift. Right. It's like how did the how the man? She just started a month ago. <laughs> started there a month ago. You know what I'm saying? You know, then you got the company. You know, you got the company kiss ass. 
And right. the thing is, a lot of times company kiss ass does they do snitcher snitching activities. They do partake in snitching activities. You know what I'm saying? As well. You know. Or it's just different, you know, situations. You know, or like when you get fed up with your job. You know, and a lot of times you get fed up with your job because shit toxic. Your job toxic in the motherfucker, man. For real. You know. Mm-hmm. No, but but real quick, um, Halo. When tell us about your very first realization, you know, in your career when you found out that you was in a toxic work environment, and you know, just like get on to that. When they called me the wrong name and I got them fired. And then, like after that, after you did that, did you what did you notice moving forward about the environment when you did that? Nothing changed. Okay, so basically they got rid of dude, but everything else that was going on because of dude <clears throat> didn't adjust at all. Nope. Man, that's fucked up. So take us take us back to that to that situation. Like what you know what led up to him calling you the wrong name or you getting into it with him? Standing in front of me, I had a name tag on. He called me the wrong name. I didn't reply. Went to the office. What the fuck is the problem? They let him go. The same shit. Yeah. <laughs> See, I fired for calling you the wrong. Oh, did he insult you or did he just mix, mix you up with someone else? No. No, he called me the wrong name. I am not a 5'4 Pakistani woman. Wow. <laughs> and I'm standing there with a name tag on it. So there's no excuse for it. <laughs> I confuse you with a five foot four Pakistan. <laughs> Ow! How did that happen? Good question. <laughs> we asking you. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Uh. There's an environment you don't even know about, though, sometimes. I once worked for a company that thought everything was going well and came in, and they laid half the company off on one side, and then two days later laid off the other half of the company. (laughs) That's the worst environment to work for is one where you come in and you don't even know it's toxic until you ain't got a job for reasons unbeknownst to you. Oh, hell no! Like grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> Sound like some shit that uh, uh, Halo went through, mm-hmm. where they was like, you know, we're we, we're not gonna change the comp plan no more. Right. You good until you fired at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> After they did. Mm-hmm. Told you that. Uh, I remember I was a supervisor for this call center, and people were asking us. You know, towards the end of the campaign, are they gonna let us go? And I'm like, I don't know. So I talked to my my boss, and they was like, Nah, we're not. Then his boss came in front of the call center, was like, We're not gonna let you go. And then you know, so I felt good. <laughs> you know, a couple weeks later, get called for the major meeting. <laughs> we go to the office, they're like, Yes, yeah, so we're gonna lay off at the company. <laughs> at the company, right? Like what? Just like that. After I just told these. Mm-hmm. We not gonna do it, mm-hmm. and you just told these people, yeah, we do that all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, we do that. Like this is how we get. 
Mm, it's the worst. And then there's some companies with the big names, too. You got them companies with the big names. It once happened to me once again. Work for a company, you show up, the whole floor is bare, everybody's in the consult room, laid off. Whole company closing down. But you got companies that closed down with swag. I got laid off in the most memorable flat fashion. They gave us two months to find a new job, gave us internet access throughout the workday, still paid us hourly, and gave us severance by the year that we worked there. So never skipped a beat, had another job by the time I left. That was one I had to shout out because that, that was a good experience. You know, some of them... You need the job, but still take care of you. Yeah, that's not you know. toxic. <laughs> right, it's not toxic, but you get you lost your job. That's you classy. fired. You it get, happens, though. We're going to let you go. Sorry, but here's a little paycheck you know, to help you out you your know, way. You know, we had, you know, we really had good intentions. Right. <laughs> wanted the best. But shit was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing one has expected. <laughs> exactly. You know, still gonna let you go with class. Some dickhead in San Diego right. grabbed this girl ass. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to pay that stuff, pay her off. <laughs> so we gotta close this office down. Right. <laughs> but here, <laughs> here you go. Well, oh my god. But oh my goodness gracious, man. That'll happen, yo. What up, Tyrone? <laughs> Boy Tyrone checking in from Florida. You know what I'm saying? He doing his thing. He like, man, come down to Florida. I'm like, man, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> we like, dude, I'm married. I can't be going to Florida with you. <laughs> she know who you is. <laughs> she know who you is, man. She know how you get down, bro. That ain't even happening. Yo, uh, that though, no, we gonna hit another commercial break. Judge Radio. Um, sponsored by uh, Bridgeport Custom and followblackdollars.com. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Squeeze. Each and every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m., we at radio.com. Check out the dopest show in the world, you heard me? Yeah, me and my homie Moop, we go out here, we go hard with the real hip-hop heads. We got that dope shit. If it's hot, we gonna play it, believe that. Tune in to the jungle, baby. Big Squeeze, Moop, 6 to 8, we at radio.radio.com. Topic every man, you hate the radio. Shit. I despise what? it. I hate it. Tune in to Clutch Players University. You said who? Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. Yeah, man. When? On Saturday at one. Get out of here. I'm not lying, you said man. Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. When? On Saturday at one. Are you listening? Clutch Players University Saturdays at one. At one. Tune in to them on, on WeUpRadio.com. Clutch Players University. Clutch Saturdays Players. At 1 p.m. What's up? So I'm tuning in. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com. That's what's up. I, I check. Hey, I'm Danny. A few of you may know me, or at least think you do. But there's so much more than what meets the eye. Cleveland's on Hazel Green is back with another book of amazing tales. Danny's Tales. This self-published author always bring the heat. Follow my girl on Instagram at Hazel Green. That's Hazel with a Y, Green with an E. 216. Twitter, that's the same thing. Holler at him, man. Make sure you support the movement, because it's moving. Also, go to hazelgreen.com and purchase that for the low. I'm sitting here alone. I wish I had someone to help me play with my words. Make sure you enter my world with caution.
Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Losing a loved one is hard enough. Worrying about how you will handle final expenses only adds to one of the worst moments of your life. Let Reggie Clemens help you address this very important need. With over 12 years experience, Mr. Clemens has the knowledge and wherewithal to help you deal with all situations. No exam is required for most plans. Auto, home, and renter's insurance is also available. Call 216-925-6577 for a free quote. That's 216-925-6577. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. We Up Radio is one of the fastest growing online radio stations in the country. If you want to grow your business, promote and broadcast live for your event, or start your career in broadcasting, We Up Radio is the place for you. We have plans and services for everyone. Email us at weupradio at gmail.com to find out more, or you can call us at 216-772-3393. Weupradio.com. Weupradio.com. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. Tune in to OP Nation Talk every Thursday, 7 and 9. Right here live at WeUpRadio.com. 216-772-3393. Hosted by Ray Sharp. Councilman Ernest L. Smith. And King Swisher. Every Thursday, 7 and 9. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. On OGDJ Radio. I had a conversation the other day with this girl, and, and she said she saw a girl, and she was like, damn, she got a fat ass. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why would you say she got a fat ass to me, though? That don't sound like something I want to yeah. hear. You know, I ain't I'm got nothing against homosexuals, but I'm not one, and that sounded kind of homosexual. It sounded a little gay. She was like, well, what you mean? It's there. I can see. I said, well, how would it sound if, as a man, a man came to you and said, damn, look at my dude uh, jogging pants. He rocking the f*** out of them <laughs> What's up? What's up, bro? How you? Man, I swear, I know you ain't just called my phone crying. Man, should read a birthday tomorrow, bro. I'm still broke as hell, son. So what you calling me for? Go get her something. Ain't got no money. Ain't got no money. I mean, I got, I got a few dollars. Well, that's all you need. Call Jazzy Marie. For what? Uh, Jazzy Marie do my baby mama's nails, her hands and her feet. Man, my bitch should be looking rough too. She need that, bro. Quit playing, bro. Man, look, I'm about to give you a number. Hold on. It's 440-454-4034. Her name Jazzy Marie. Jazzy Marie. All right, what's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the number again, man? What's that code too? The number is 440-454-4034. Okay. The promo code, if you want to say $10, don't okay. forget. I need that, man. Capital J-M Squeeze. Squeeze, okay. All right. Thank you, man. J.M. Squeeze. Hey, man, you my best friend. Man. What's her you, name man. again? Jazzy Marie, man. Okay. I love her too, man. Thank y'all, man. Man, stop crying and get yourself a job or something. Broke ass, man. Fuck you. That Ghost to Don EP nice as Make sure you go out and get that brand new EP for my man Ghost to Don. Yeah, that's just called On The Money on all digital platforms, all media outlets, Google Play, iTunes. Make sure you go get that shit right now. Fuck that, I had to cuss. You heard the new single, What A Love? It's crazy. Go download the EP right now on the money and follow my man Ghost the Dumb. Ghost, D-A-D-O-N-79 on IG. Follow
follow him right now. Go download the EP on the money. Saying it's gonna quit, but it's still going on. Y'all gonna kill the right one. It's gonna be on. It's a Stretch these bands, baby. Do your dance. I'm in the mood to make some more. Hey, yo, this smokehouse beats three feet. I made this for you. If you heard that tag, then you know it's a smokehouse beat. And you gotta get on wheelradio.com if you want all the latest info. You gotta get up wheelradio.com. Definitely. What up, this your boy Mom Love from the World Famous Pump. You're listening to the best. Do what it do. She like drop it, flip it, work it. Girl, you whip it like the highlight. Loving how I'm living, girl. Be welcome into my life. No, I know two MCs with the same name. Just know how to keep her mind. This is a. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess that make her mind right. Dude I play let's <laughs> make a movie tonight's the night. Let's turn it up. It's lit. What's up? What's up? What's up? We on it. What? Smoking that air, air, and we don't care, young millionaire. We on right here. We on right here. Truth Radio presented by Follow Black Dollars, sponsored by Richwork Custom. You want to go to www.followblackdollars.org, find out more about the Follow Black Dollars movement. Um, lock arms with us. Uh, a little bit about the Follow Black Dollars movement. Um, movement was started here in Cleveland, Ohio, by a retired police officer, a uh, good friend of mine, Nicole Jennings. And um, the whole point was she wanted to do her part in creating a Black Wall Street. So. <laughs> Q and follow black dollars like her movement basically you, you join the movement you get a stamper and a t-shirt and with the stamper what you do is you put a you use a stamper and you stamp it on your dollars and anybody that was a part of the movement once they received a stamp dollar they would give you an automatic 10% discount on anything they sold mm-hmm. they did. so it's been picking up some steam you know what I'm saying uh, but that's one of our show sponsors our first show sponsor what up Nicole um Talked to her the other day. She said she's going to try to phone in next week. So that'd be real cool. We haven't had her on the air in a minute. But uh, shout out to Follow Black Dollars. Um, definitely check them out. Go to the website. Join the movement, man. It's dope. We lit. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with Ramona motherfucking Stacks. We got Crooked Halo on the building. We doing our thing. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm like, man, I'm, you know, I'm all, people like Mary Rich, man, you always have female co-hosts. It's like, don't, it ain't even like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like that. Trust. <laughs> it, it's not what? like that. Wifey got hands. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't want to. <laughs> like, damn. You just say hello. You just say hello. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch too, too friendly. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> yo, for real, like yo, my uh, radio name used to be Mr. Nice Guy, but I changed that shit up because wifey said I was too friendly. Yo, ass nice. That's your damn problem. You too, too. Right, right. Hence <laughs> Richie Carlisle. Not <laughs> on that <laughs> bullshit no more. But she was right though. You know, she was right though, man. But anywho, we, we talking about to- addressing toxic work environments at work. Um, I think that you know, if you have a good manager, manager, you have a solid management team, you should be able to go to them and talk to them. You know, and here's the thing: sometimes 
it's out of their hands. They may, you know, you know, listen to you take the take the response. They be like, look, man, I agree with you, but they keeping dude. He married to the owner's sister. Right. <laughs> 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 I got to listen to his ass too. <laughs> be like, he grabbed my ass too. <laughs> I got a family though. <laughs> so I got to stay it. <laughs> I see assholes like you every day. Every fucking day. I see assholes like <laughs> He like that though. Oh my god. Man. So but yeah, a little bit about, you know, we talked about uh Foul Black Dallas uh that movement. Um definitely worthwhile to do. Um so for our listeners out there, they like who the fuck is Ramona's text? <laughs> so, I want you to take this time and tell everybody about yourself. You know, you, you know, you ain't gotta use government names and nothing. You know, you know. Hold on, husband on the phone. He he, he looking like yeah. <laughs> tell him about me. <laughs> no, he's not. He's pretty cool. He's pretty excited. <sighs> I've always been about. You know, I'm a very I'm a very open person. I've always been in a professional environment. Been in sales. Uh, and in service for 20 years, and I've always been really, really good at what I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, uh, big conversationalist. I, I saw this as a good opportunity to do so. Um, but a little bit about me. I'm just, a, I'm just a mom. I'm a worker. I work real, real hard, and I hustle. That's what I do every day. Um, and yes, we have the honey at home and the kids and all that in the house, the little Christmas tree and all that right. good stuff, you know, everything else. But I'm a hustler and a professional at the same no time. Yo, all the world people are like Christmas tree. <laughs> you like, I'm celebrating, damn it. It's Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Happy New Year. Felicidades. In my I'm mind. Also glad to <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican. I'm very proud of it. Um, but yeah, that's that's Ramona Stacks. Right. A little bit about me. Okay, so here's the thing. All right, I'm a, you know what? AOC called me. She said, "Look, you ain't got no Latinas on the air." I'm like, "Nah, I don't." <laughs> she, she was like, "That's a fucking problem." <laughs> like, like you gonna have to change that, brother. I'm like, you gonna come on the show? No, nah, but still. <laughs> no, nah, but still. So, man. Mm, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. So, um, one of our biggest inspirations is uh, the movie Office Space. You know what I'm saying? We're, I, I like to say that our show, yeah. if, uh, if Office Space, you know, had a one night stand with Half Baked, we're the offspring of that. <laughs> we are. <laughs> They're gonna be like, I don't remember you. Who <laughs> fucking remember you, man? So, oh my goodness. So. Like, in your experience, like, what's, like, the biggest, like, telltale of a toxic work environment at work that you've ever seen? The biggest one was the one that I I mentioned earlier where I had to win that lawsuit. It was, like, uh, taking advantage of my ability to speak two languages, having me work obscene hours, refusing to pay overtime, having me train staff uh, 
you know, maintain uh, staff, train, and uh, merchandise, brand new stores opening in a market. It was it was a lot of work, and I was very underpaid for it and ignorant to what I was supposed to be getting paid to. Right. And um, so it was it was a sad road to be on because, you know, when you're just trying to get your bread right, you're just trying to support your family, do what you got to do. You're trying to bring the best you can in all goodness to your to your role in the in the company, thinking you're going to be rewarded for it. And you don't. That's why I that's why I, 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 I took so much time to talk about keeping your records and keeping because if you really do your thing, if you really bring a lot to the table then records really do help out in the long run. And it ended up helping me professionally in the long run as well. So it was the most toxic, overworked, underpaid, higher expectations than you're rewarded for, um, favoritism, had me train my replacement twice. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what, is that like, is, is that like a, a minority thing? Cause I, I didn't went through is. that. It's like, I didn't went through it. I'm hearing you went through it. Yeah. My mama went through it. Cause we work hard, we bring a lot. We just trying to hustle, and they, mm. they, 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 they punish us. They penalize us for doing things the wrong way, and then they penalize us for doing things the right way. You know, Man. especially in my in my shoes, you're a Latino. You oh, you're stealing our jobs. No, I worked hard to get here, just like you, motherfucker. Like, dude, I'm from Puerto Rico, not right. Mexico. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it, I'm a citizen. All right. <laughs> I have, I got a social status that little social. I got all that shit. Okay. Like, I'm a citizen. I did all the same shit as you. I stood and did the Pledge of Allegiance before they took that shit away like, every day in class. Uh, like, too. hold on. I'm a citizen. Right. <laughs> they like, I hate that gonna, shit, too. Like, we going to deport you to Puerto Rico. Right. So what? Let me go. You can't, there. you can't deport me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> go back to it's like, man. Hey, every time we do something wrong, we every we can't get in an argument anymore. Everybody's talking about wall, wall, wall. Man, stop talking about, you can't put a wall around me. <laughs> I'm wall, inside your wall. A wall? <laughs> now, Indians should have put up a damn wall. Right. We all dusty asses ca- came dusty over here. Dusty asses out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Man. But, uh, and, and, you know, and the thing is with the charged political climate that we in mm-hmm. now, you know, a lot of people are more bold with their bullshit. Right. Very much more bold. I think it's been a record number of fades being ran on Facebook because <laughs> fuck you, nip, boom, oh. right. and like these millennials is crazy. <laughs> no, I saw a video yesterday where uh, this white dude was trying was about to run up on this pregnant lady, pregnant black lady, and the old black dude seen it too. I seen it, and he up piped on. He was like, he got a gun. Yeah, yeah, he ain't got no gun. Just kicked your ass. He did though. He did. He had a gun. Yeah, he reached. <laughs> oh, I thought I was thinking of the wrong. He video. didn't. He put his gun away. And the dude actually got so mad he hit him in the stomach and dude ran his fade. Oh. And dropped him and he was like, I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> "You started it." <laughs> he like, "You fucking started that shit." No, for real. Whatever. You, I mean, that's the thing, man. Oh uh, man, but yeah, especially in this in this charged environment, hey, man. It's like it's almost. You know, you don't talk politics at work. <laughs> Your team, you might be what MAGA hat wearing. <laughs> and be like, oh, for real, I got you. Got this box for your shit. Fuck out. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Rondell. <laughs> you got to go. We didn't get you time and time, chance and a chance. Never been written up. You might have been late like two times in a two. Mm-hmm. 
Right. <laughs> we tried to tell you. Well, you got that person that's been on FMLA since y'all was hired. Sometimes <laughs> they just got a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> they get the like, Christmas gifts. Right. It's like, well, that's the company slur. <laughs> <laughs> that's the company slur. But I'm telling you, I, I, I know at least three company slurs. Yep. That's and I've seen thing. them, seen these hoes prosper. I, I'm not, you know, what hoes got to eat too. <laughs> and believe it or not, it's not always female. It's not always female. The company slur can also be male. Trust and believe that. <laughs> oh, yes. A lot of female-driven sales environments and service environments out there bring in the little, you know, <laughs> little young man fresh <laughs> in the sales <laughs> in the sales world going to grow on up in the environment that Damn way. Damn cougars. <laughs> <laughs> cougars is vicious. Oh, you can have all the old time you want. You know what? I got some special projects I need you to work on. You know, I need you to stop by my house and talk about it. <laughs> Before you know it, you wonder why Demetrius is like the senior VP. <laughs> <laughs> Demetrius is the damn senior VP. Demetrius is now the head of the whole half of the other department. Right. When Demetrius came in, he yeah. had dreadlocks and right. wore temps and shit. Six months later, this dude cut all his hair off and changed his name. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Demetrius? <laughs> He's like, no, nah, my name, like, my name's Damon. Right. <laughs> like, Damon? <laughs> like, yeah, I changed my name to Damon. <laughs> like, what? What happened? No, but how are you supposed to add, and you know, I had this conversation not long ago. One toxic, toxic thing that can happen is you get a lot of attention. Uh, you might be an attractive male. Maybe you are involved or a married man. You got people approaching you, or if you're a female, very attractive, you get approached by a mm. lot of people. It's not necessarily harassment, but how do you curve it and separate? You know, you have to. I was talking about there has to be certain certain guidelines to the shit. There's levels to the shit. As long as you're respectful, you keep other people at bay. You know, you have a professional work environment. That's all it is. But how do you deal with somebody who's continually like, you know, approaching you not in a bad way? You can't say it's sexual harassment. But you don't want to be mean to this person either. You know what I'm saying? So you, how do you professionally curve and let somebody know they're invading that Man, space? that sounds like you're trying to curve the devil. Right. <laughs> right. You're curving the devil. And that's yeah. exactly the way I looked at it, too. If You, you just have to. How do you. Halo, how, have you ever had to curve the devil? What? You ever had to curve the <laughs> devil? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> All right. I. Like, how have how have you handled having to curve somebody at work? Respectfully, I just look at them like they're crazy, and they get the fuck out my face. <laughs> That's right. I see assholes like you every day. Every fucking day, man. No doubt. I've um, I remember I had a boss, uh, older lady. You know, I, I I got the vibe she was trying to, but I you know, I was married. I'm like, nah, man. I, I ain't going for it. Right. But I think somebody else did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's what I was told, too. Because at, at the, at the Christmas party, oh, my God, I'm sitting back just, you know, <laughs> doing my one-two. Ear hustle. I wasn't even ear hustle. I just had to be in the right place at the right time. You know, and it was like, yeah, it's a dang shame what happened. The family got got into it. It was ugly. Right, Come to scary. find out that one of my dudes <laughs> <laughs> smacked the boss. Oh, <laughs> Um, 
shot a shot at me. I'm like, nah, shot a shot at him. He like, hey. He like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, oh my God. But yeah, it's not always, um, but it's not always, you know, the coming story's not always, um, men, you know, or, or, or the person that's propositioning you is not always a man. It can be right. a woman. Exactly. You know? And do it in such a way, he said, do it in such a way that technically is not, <laughs> I think women deal with that shit all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look wonderful today. Right. It's like, and it, say it in the creep voice, right. but if you on paper, it's like, what's wrong? I don't see the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the way he said, like, what did he say? <laughs> I think the best way to do it is to just be short and constantly bring up your significant other. You know what? My wife says the same thing. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you know what? I, you know what? That's my wife calling. Right. <laughs> yep. You're like, <laughs> exactly. You know, I'll be like, damn, man, this herpes flaring up. It's killing me today. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oh, me too. <laughs> 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 like, what? Hell no, man. Uh, yo, we're going to hit this break. This is our last commercial break of the day. We're going to come back with more Chooks Radio. We at radio.com. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Losing a loved one is hard enough. Worrying about how you will handle final expenses only adds to one of the worst moments of your life. Let Reggie Clemens help you address this very important need. With over 12 years experience, Mr. Clemens has the knowledge and wherewithal to help you deal with all situations. No exam is required for most plans. Auto, home, and renter's insurance is also available. Call 216-925-6577 for a free quote. That's 216-925-6577. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. We Up Radio is one of the fastest growing online radio stations in the country. If you want to grow your business, promote and broadcast live for your event, or start your career in broadcasting, We Up Radio is the place for you. We have plans and services for everyone. Email us at weupradio at gmail.com to find out more, or you can call us at 216-772-3393. Weupradio.com. Weupradio.com. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Squeeze. Each and every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m., we at Radio.com. Check out the dopest show in the world, you heard me? Yeah, me and my homie Moot, we go out here, we go hard with the real hip-hop heads. We got that dope shit. If it's hot, we gonna play it, believe that. Tune in to the jungle, baby. Big Squeeze, Moot, 6 to 8, we at Radio.com. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. Tune in to OP Nation Talk every Thursday, 7 and 9. Right here live at WeUpRadio.com. 216-772-3393. Hosted by Ray Sharp. Councilman Ernest L. Smith. And King Swisher. Every Thursday, 7 and 9. Real voice of Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Hey, I'm Danny. A few of you may know me, or at least think you do, but there's so much more than what meets the eye. Cleveland's on Hazel Green is back with another book of amazing tales. Danny's Tales. This self-published author always bring the heat. Follow my girl on Instagram at Hazel Green. That's Hazel with a Y, Green with an E, 216. Twitter, that's the same thing. Holler at him, man. Make sure you support the movement, because it's moving. Also, go to hazelgreen.com and purchase that for the low. I'm sitting here alone. I wish I had someone to help me play with me. 
words. Make sure you enter my world with caution. Topic every fucking Man, you hate the radio. Shit. I despise what? it. I hate it. Tune in to Clutch Players University. You said who? Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. Yeah, man. When? On Saturday at 1. Get out of here. I'm not lying, man. Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. When? On Saturday at 1. Are you listening? Clutch Players University, Saturdays at 1. At 1. Tune in to them on, on WeUpRadio.com. Clutch Players University, Clutch Saturdays players. at 1 p.m. What's up? So I'm tuning in. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com. That's what's up. I, I checked. Previously on OG DJ Radio. I had a conversation the other day with this girl, and, and she said she saw a girl, and she was like, damn, she got a fat ass. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why would you say she got a fat ass to me, though? That don't sound like something I want to yeah. hear. You know, I ain't I'm got nothing against homosexuals, but I'm not one, and that sounded kind of homosexual. It sounded a little gay. She was like, well, what you mean? It's there. I can see. I said, well, how would it sound if, as a man, a man came to you and said, damn, look at my dude uh, jogging pants. He rocking the <laughs> out of them. Like, huh? <laughs> if if another nice, man That's a nice bulge man, If another nigga <laughs> seen another man's pants And talked about his package That's gay as hell that's It ain't no gay. understanding yeah, yeah. That's gay, that's gay. So, And then she said I'm not gay I said but that definitely sounded like A homosexual comment right, I understand sir. that you appreciate a woman's body But from my perspective That wasn't just a comment That was homoerotic <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that made me think it of was. a Tune in each and every Friday night, 4 to 6 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com for OG DJ Radio. Radio. Oh, my God. I love OG DJ Radio. WeUpRadio.com. That Ghost of Don EP nice as Make sure you go out and get that brand new EP from my man Ghost of Don. Yeah, that shit's called On The Money on all digital platforms, all media outlets, Google Play, iTunes. Make sure you go get that shit right now. Fuck that, I had to cuss. You heard the new single, What A Love? It's crazy. Go download the EP right now, On The Money, and follow my man, Ghost of Don. Ghost, D-A-D-O-N-79 on IG. Follow him right now. Go download the EP, On The Money. Saying it's gon' quit, but it's still going on. Y'all gon' kill the right one. It's gon' be on. It's a Hold 
Junk Radio presented by Follow Black Dollar, sponsored by Wristwork Custom. We got Big Squeeze. He in the, he in the cut somewhere. He here, though. <laughs> <laughs> we got Big Squeeze, Cleveland's most infamous and illustrious side nigga. <laughs> right. What was I thinking? I see assholes like you every day. Every fucking day. We got Crooked Halo in the building. We got Ramona Stacks. No, for real. She told me, I was like, we're going to be in that shit. Ramona Stacks. I was like, man, that sounds like a rich bitch with boobs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but it fit, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So today we're talking um, (laughs) dress to toxic work environments. (laughs) You know, things that work. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's like, but but we were talking before, you know, Ramona said, um, how do you deal with someone that's shooting their shot? It's borderline creepy, but it's not enough to get rolled up or fired. (laughs) 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 No doubt. No question. Man, it's like, you know, dude be like, yeah, so, or or, or, a a woman be like, you're looking very handsome today, Squeeze. But she say it in a creepy way. (laughs) She leaves me little snacks on your desk. Next to your computers. Here's a place from what I cooked yesterday, Big Squeeze. The thing about that, though, it, it, it really matters about how crazy you are. And I think for male and female, I think it's about how, how attractive the creepy person is. Because think about this. Every girl has uh, caught a dude thirsty for wanting to get a nude. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but yet, every girl has sent the nude. Well, I'm just saying. So it depends on if the dude ugly asking to see your titties, it's that like, you nasty like and creepy. Uh, but if, if she think he cute, she like, you nasty? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it all depends, man. It's, nasty. It, it, it's, it's, it, it's Disney Plus and dick. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. If, if dude I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, people, like, you know, a lot of females say stuff like, you know, you ain't going to what you doing me to death in the inbox. It's like, that's a question. That's a simple question, mama. Simple question. Your issue is the person that's doing the what you're doing. Exactly. If this is a dude you're trying to smash and trying to get with, he can what you can what All day. All day. That could be literally the only message he's seeing. W-Y-D. Question yeah, such mark. great conversation we're talking about. <laughs> he said, what you doing? And I tell him what I'm doing, then I'm at his house. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's me. <laughs> it probably happened faster than that. <laughs> but if it's me, it's like, it's like any woman that make over tw- that got over 1200 a month in bills ain't got time for no what you doing, bitch. Oh, that's crazy. I wish my bills were twelve hundred a month. <laughs> that's the dumbest and I shit. Live, and I live in Ohio, so our cost of living is not right. It's not New York City. That's a stupid statement, man. That's a Section Eight statement. I'm upset with you because you asked me what I'm doing. I, I'm supposed to just jump in mid conversation. How do you start a conversation? I thought that's how you spark one up. I don't know. <laughs> she wants you. To, she wants you to be like Ruth Chris's eight thirty. 
tomorrow. Right, 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 right. <laughs> no conversation. Be there. Like, all right, everything's paid for. That's the last line you got to say. Everything on me. <laughs> If a chick turn you down for a real fresh steak dinner, she's... She, <laughs> and she ain't fucking with you, period. <laughs> she's not. No. I respect that a whole lot more. Because, you know, if you, and the thing is, if you come out the pocket and put that in the inbox, you're going to have a chick sitting across from you taking pictures of the plate all damn night. Yes, that's a fact. And then going to ask you for a doggy bath for the kid. <sighs> mm, that's, Unless she too hood and don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Right. Because some girls might, you know, they kind of impressed by Applebee's, man. <laughs> you can catch Queens on what? Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's my life. <laughs> two for 28 women is death. What? You better believe it. Or two for 28 a day is like. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> the fuck it is. That's appropriate. <laughs> like. First, it's a first date. What you want me to do? Hey, lucky I don't ain't... even know you. That's that's because I like her. I usually steak and shake me a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that four, that four I see action. assholes like you every day. Every fucking day. But baby, you get burgers and fries. What you tripping for? And you can get you a shake? Like, I don't understand. I didn't say you couldn't get a shake. I mean, damn, it's cool. You can get Put one. Cookie on it, the cookie Yeah, go, get all, get all that shit, shit, man. That's your, you want my cherry? You got both of them. Business out of steak and shake. That shit's nostalgic. Man, that's high class uh, fast food. Right. That's high class fast food, bro. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but that's the thing though It's like a first date You know And we could Pretty off topic But whatever <laughs> um, But for the first date It's like what, Like ladies Like what do y'all expect Men to do for a first date Okay Let's rephrase it If your son Was taking a girl On a first date How much you think Your son mm. Should reasonably spend On someone He don't that's... know that well that's ill. I never heard a phrase like that. Nah, because I'm and I'm saying that because it's like a I lot of people. Sure my son was set up before uh, he went. But 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 here's my thing. He don't. He just he like saw her on IG or whatever. They did a chat for like a couple weeks and they want to go out on a date. He don't know her. They don't have a relationship or that shit. You think it's cool for your son to spend two hundred dollars on a complete stranger? Can I steal that question? Can I steal that question? Stole it. I want to ask that. I will, I'm going to steal that question. That's a good question. And, and I'm saying that because it's like, nah, you should be able to do this, this, and the third, but do you want to see your son get dog walked? Yeah. I'm going to leave it up to his discretion. I'm going to put faith in what I've taught him and what his father's taught him to be a young man. I understand that. I, 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 this ain't even got nothing to do with, with you know, the fact that, he, you know, the thing is, is that ain't nothing to do with that. And about his upbringing. My thing is, when you go on a date for the first time with somebody and you don't even know them, woo -woo, they might be going to see they do, they going to fuck somebody else after the date. Right, right. <laughs> How much you right. think is appropriate for right. them to go out and spend on that first person? And I'm not, and it's, and it's not a broken question either. It does. It's, yeah. It, it's not because I don't know you. If, if, if it's appropriate for him to only spend minimal dollars on that lady, then why is it inappropriate for me to do the same for you? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You see where yeah. I was going with that? Exactly. I, I love that question. That's, a, uh, that's, that's incredible. What I'm going to say is I'll give him enough to take care of himself and anything else he deems appropriate to cover. Mm. Ooh. 
So you got enough to cover your own ass, and I'm gonna leave it up to you as a young man to decide if you want to cover anything is, else. My thing she is, she came prepared. <laughs> right. My thing is, you know, if, if, right. if, if it's a first date and y'all been talking, y'all been talking, y'all been chopping, and y'all mutually agree to go out and meet, I think it should be Dutch. And then if then moving forward, if like, if, if I call you and say, hey, Maria, let's go out and eat, I invited you. So it's on me mm-hmm. since I invited you. That's it's on me to pay. Too, right. Do you think, I, I, I think I would try like a new test. Like if, it, if, the, if the bill came to be like $40 total, I would probably have 38 and see if she willing to cover the rest. Just to, I don't know, just to see. That's almost ten dollars. You. I mean, that's that is risking looking like you broke. Yeah, that is true. But it's just kind of like I just want to see. It. Are you willing to help me if I need it? Like I don't know. Got you. Okay. Okay. That's when you know you out to dinner with a real That's a good cat. See, that's why I good to have a woman around. Because she caught that. I would have looked stupid trying that. Yeah. That is. If she's sitting there looking at you like this. The third one. And she orders six of them $1 martinis. <laughs> or no, $1 margaritas at Applebee's. Uh-huh. <laughs> True. We Facts. had Applebee's. Yeah, we had Applebee's. She ordered like 10 of them $1 margaritas. And she ordered the, the app trade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shorty bugging. And she just sitting back. This your last date. <laughs> you ain't getting none of these cheeks. Checker, she give you that little tablet at the Applebee's, and she click on there and say, "Let's split it up." She let you know what it means. You know you locked in. Yeah, that's what's yeah, up. No, but that's why that's why yeah. I think the first date should be Dutch because that way, if you're not feeling, if like ladies, if you're not feeling dude, if you're not feeling them. He can't be like, what's up with after the date? Because he right. didn't pay for your date. Right. My, a lot of dudes figure, you know what? I done bought six women out to eat. I can get some pussy. My yeah. guess so, they if they buy their own hey, shit, they only want side salads. But that's it. But, uh, but and, and, and I'm a father, and, 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 and I'm a man. I'm so a I'm man. telling you, a lot of dudes figure if they spend a certain dollar amount on a woman, mm. then they're entitled to the pussy. I'm, I, I, be, how, I believe that's that. That's just being real. I'm, I don't believe that. I don't believe that because my thing is, I, if I invited you, I took it upon myself to pay X amount of dollars. Right. And you're not obligated as a human being to do anything to me for that because I decide to do that. You a really nice dude, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you really are, man. But that's the thing. You know? <laughs> that's like me inviting a date. You know what I'm saying? I'm paying for that. But I'm expecting. But I see. But the thing is, is that I don't have ex- Well, you know, I've been blessed for it not to. It, it just came easy. <laughs> much of a good time and you just genuinely like this female, mm-hmm. then it's up to you. I'm going to make sure you got what it takes to, to, you know, show that clout real quick. Right. But if they, if the night ain't going well, you got enough to cover you. <laughs> Get up out of there. So you can figure it out. Right. Okay. So, so it seems to me that you're a fan of the Dutch. Me? Situation for the first date. Oh, absolutely. That's a great idea. My thing is, it's like, you know, for real, it's like you can't, you know, I, you know, as a man, you know, you don't, there's no fiscal risk and you don't feel like a sucker. And right. the thing is you really shouldn't, but unfortunately, you know, you know, a few bad apples didn't fuck the, fuck the game right. up. It really depends on what age bracket you're in too because if you're a young man and you're just out there trying to get some pussy, then that's one thing. But if you're out there, you're really attracted to a woman, you're looking at building something, that date can lead to several other dates that can lead to several other things. And, uh, you know, so that's why it's, it's important to... What if you're an older man just trying to get some pussy? Cause, that happens too. I mean, it is what you it is. You gotta be able to look out for both. The, the, here's another reason. The, the, 
first date, you know, she's Dutch. <laughs> so I mean, for the first day, she definitely does. So that way, you know, you you know, you don't you don't be you're not getting played, and the woman ain't got no pressure to give up the draws at the end of the date because you know it ain't no pressure. There's no pressure. So if you don't, and the thing is that if y'all not feeling each other after the date, guess who's a good friend? You are. See, I'm the right. t- you I, I, from an older man's perspective. No hard feelings, woo woo woo, y'all friends. But if you didn't. Spent $200. Do you, you a dumbass. Do, do you think, <laughs> hey, do you think the woman, do you think the woman partly feels like she owes this man sex for buying the dinner? You know, I think in the society, uh, DJ, I think she hey, should. I think you should feel that way. I think, I think the lady should feel like she should get this nigga like a, she owe this nigga a hand job or something. Like, I if, uh, she might feel like she got the tip or something on the meal or something, or maybe the drinks after the fact. I think I think it should be some uh, obligation uh, necessary. I want to chime in on this one time. Listen, man, I'm I see assholes guy. like you every day. Every fucking day. And you ordered a jumbo shrimp, bitch. Hey. Listen. Hey, man, I agree with I you. I want to say this to y'all ladies. When a nigga say get whatever you want, nigga, that don't mean go for the shit on the top shelf. Mm-hmm. That mean get the thing you've been wanting. Something nice and reasonable. Let's have a great time. If you order the top thing, I'm feeling like you know it's like the $40. <laughs> you, you said I want, you just ordered $40 of shrimp. Bitch. That shit thirty five ninety nine. I said get what you want. I thought you was gonna order like an extra cup of wings. <laughs> Bitch ordered a jumbo shrimp. You ordered a lobster fest and you we were supposed to be having Caesar salad. And it's our first date. And it's our first date. That's what I'm saying. I'll never see the thing, the mistake we make is we take people to expensive places on the first date. I believe the first date should be somewhere simple. Like let's meet up at the lake, man, and talk for a little while. Let's bring a bag lunch or something. Let's bring always, some shit. Always request ice cream. Let's go get some ice cream. That's oh, cool, too. They be down yeah, with the right. ice cream. I spent I just $6. Just get just cook a meal. Bring a plate. Man, you already at home with your dude. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are. <laughs> I did it, though. That's how you, you did it in the beginning. Now, can he do that? Oh, can can he like do that? <laughs> but every every dude ain't for to go to your house, though. Especially if you got kids. You can't just take this dude to your house for the first date. The first day got to be someplace neutral. So like you said, if we decide we need to go our separate ways, there's no harm, no foul. Right. As adults, you should be able to look at that person and be like, listen, we're not getting along. You cool, but we just ain't got that spark. Like I thought, because I was attracted to your frame. And I like big dudes or whatever she going to say. But at the end of the day, she might not like my personality. I'm fine with that. Don't just because I'm who I am or who I is, you want to. Mm-hmm. Pretend like you want to be in a relationship. Bitch, lay your ass down somewhere and go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? But as far as the money go, I believe if we go into a restaurant, it's the first date. If she don't offer to go Dutch, then to me, she implying that just buy my dinner and I'm going to give you whatever you want. <laughs> it's implied. What about if she do though? What is she implying if she looked at you and she, you know, she smiled, she throw a couple bills your way and said, let me slide my car through? It, and I'm going to say, you know what, I, as a man, I'm going to be honest. This is me real talk. And anybody ever been out to eat with me or to test of this, I'm paying to be a period. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if you're a man, female, we eating and I invited you, like you said, I'm paying the bill. So if I pay the bill, I'm going to look at you a certain type of way if you don't at least offer to pay the tip. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, as a person that got served, 
you should want to give the server something. So I feel like this is selfish, motherfucker. This is old. <laughs> Dry so user. Do you still feel entitled to her? Do you still feel I never feel entitled, entitled to the pussy unless it's implied. Right. If you I imply that we about to get it in after this, like, yeah. oh boy, you bought me the Drumbo shrimp. I'm about to tell you. And then <laughs> the end of this, the date come, and ain't no. I'm feeling a whole type of way. Yeah. Like you just, I'm steady buying extra shit. You bought six dollar side dishes. <laughs> For two, two, three lumps of sweet potatoes, you. Pay. I'm definitely getting some buns. Something. So you better call me naked or something. Right. You better hit my messenger and naked. And that's the whole thing. Something. That's why the first yeah, okay. actually off top joint, the off top joint should be so that way no harm no foul. And you know, the thing is that as I get older. I, I value friendships a whole lot more oh, than, than bro, a whole cooked. lot. And it's not even about, you know, me being married. It's like yeah. friendships is, 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 is real. Friendships I'm so glad you said that because I put a post up uh, yesterday or the day before, and I said just because we're not in a relationship don't mean we can't build an empire. We can be business partner. A business contract is just as binding as a marriage contract. I would rather be in a business contract with a woman than have to deal with her because we're married. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you need your man to get straight me together. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Or something. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Go home. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, j- don't bring that personal stuff to this business vibe. Because a lot of women I've been meeting lately got a hustler mentality, and they out here getting their paper, and they ain't letting nothing stop them. I want somebody like that to work with. You feel what I'm saying? But just because I don't want to sleep with you or want you to stay all night don't mean we can't get this bread. Get your man together, sis. Let's get this money. We can be family. Bring your dude and come kick, kick it with me and my whoever I'm with, my girl, whoever she. I, it don't matter. I, we don't have to be intimate to get this bread. I don't. That shit. It, let's get this money. And then you got <laughs> you got insecure dudes. Why you and him always? Because we business partners, bitch. We making money. What the fuck is wrong with it's you? It's one thing if you have like little secret relationships or little low key relationships. But when you actually have professional relationships that your partner is open to and involved in as well, it should be no issue whatsoever. But it's when you're, the, the significant other is cut out or not included that it becomes a problem. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's all a level but of when you, But it, it's also bad if you let them in and they kick, they, you let somebody in the house and they knocking stuff off the shelf. If your significant other is, is becoming toxic because they yeah. envious or feel a type of way about your business success. partner and your business relationship and your success, then that's something you need to look at at home. Don't bring that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Like you could, I ain't got to look at you for the rest of my life right. if this business fold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't going to be bringing that up any argument time. I know I shouldn't invest in that dumbass shit. Selling turtles and balls. What the <laughs> fuck? What were we thinking? Like... But anyway, well, man. You got good ones, though. You know, I, I was lucky enough to be in that situation. You got good ones that find you at your lowest and grow with you to be your best. And uh-huh. I think it's sad when people have trouble finding that type of partnership or that type of camaraderie. Because sometimes your best business partner can't be your partner. You know? Y'all could just be friends. It's okay yeah. to be friends. We just, it ain't got to be about no money. Right. Why we can't just be friends yeah. and get That's this money possible. and have grown-up conversations about what's going on without all the complications? I don't understand that. This world is, is, is becoming a very twisted place that exists. Man, I'm trying to tell you. It's been that way. 
Yo, on that note, man, we're going to wrap up. We got Clutch Players University. Nicole J coming in. Nicole J. She Ow. coming back today. Yeah. We just watched Weezy's here. Oh, ain't come see me, but y'all. <laughs> hey man, I was, I was definitely I'm happy to see shit, you. Y'all, you know, he, he, oh, I paid. I paid. I paid you. Oh. You ain't, you ain't hit it right though. Oh, I forgot to say, <laughs> what up, though? Oh. <laughs> right, so, well, yeah, we about to wrap it up, man. Thanks y'all for listening. We gonna upload the episode on Spotify so y'all can listen over. over. Have fun. Do what you do. Turn up. Don't hurt nobody. Peace. <laughs> If you don't have no money, don't call my phone. Workplace informants, man, leave me alone. I'm trying to figure out where we go on the lunch. So me and Crooked Halo can go smoke this blunt. Scamco Incorporated, stay juking the conversation. I'm looking for occupations daily at my workstation. There's dream qualifications for only $9. Got scholars living in squalor. Reduced to selling hollers. Praying that the car don't die on the road As I see my supervisor run through the new hose Owner of the company got coke on his nose Gently used gift cards about to make me explode And I'm not that motherfucker that fixed your income And I didn't make you have four kids with them bums It's past time that we change the game Healthcare in the country is a goddamn shame. And if you think that food workers deserve to be poor, when these shife companies got cheese to pay more, y'all the reason that this nation's steady ran by crooks. And until we change the shit, we gon' stay getting jugged. So if you don't have no money, don't call my phone. Workplace informant.